so there's this new story coming out in the Western media about China, right? That um, at the uh, uh, Congress of the uh, Communist uh, Chinese Communist Party, they they escorted out the um, the ex president, right? So uh, Hu Jiantao, who you know, they're they're basically saying like he was purged or something. I'll just play the video and then and then break it down for you. Okay, this is the video from the Congress. So that's Xi Jinping. He's he's the president, uh, right where my mouse is, and he's been elected now for a third term. Okay, and they're they're going bananas in the press, right? They're they're going bananas in the New York Times and all these Western outlets, and they're saying, "Oh man, like this guy, he's he's the biggest threat to the free world, and now he's like solidified his iron grip over China, and we have to be wary. China's the biggest threat, and and you have all these people, these uh, uh, journalists, so-called journalists, um, news outlets, and uh, intelligence officials, both." sides of the atlantic so in the uk and the us that are coming out in the last couple of weeks in like a in like a choir you know and saying the same thing oh china's the biggest security threat china's biggest threat to the free world blah 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 you know chinese communists are going to come to your house and eat your baby in front of you blah 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 yeah we we know that we know the whole (laughs) the whole uh, uh rhetoric so this is from sky news okay See, there's a focus on China this week because the five yearly Chinese Communist Party, CCP, so just CCP for short, the CCP Congress opens in Beijing on Tuesday, October 18th. And so they say Russia's brutal and illegal invasion of Ukraine tearing up the accepted international order. Right. You see how they always say order and not law because they don't care about the law. They're talking about Western hegemony. That's what this this term means. International order means Western hegemony. Is rightly dominating the immediate foreign policy agenda of Western leaders. It is striking, however, how quickly their discussions switch to identifying another country, the People's Republic of China, as the, quote, biggest long-term threat to our economic and national security. With those words, the American FBI director, Christopher Wray, concurred... With an, analysis, with an analysis by Ken McCallum, who's the director of MI5. So MI5 is basically um, uh, Section 5 of military intelligence. It's it's the the uh, equivalent in the UK. It's the uh, um, they deal with domestic intelligence matters. McCallum stated that China represents the most changing challenge we face. That's head of MI5. He has rarely, sorry, he has recently been backed up by rare public comments from the heads of Britain's two other intelligence agencies, GCHQ and MI6. GCHQ is, is, um, uh, if you guys remember the Snowden leaks, uh, Glenn Greenwald's work, they, you know, they talked about how GCHQ, which is like the equivalent of the NSA, um, they were tapping into the internet cables and bugging them that way and so on. And MI6 is like the CIA in, in, it's, uh, you know, equivalent or counterpart in the uk so the heads of gchq and mi6 are saying the same thing jeremy fleming he's the head of gchq uh, who gave a rare public speech today to say the ukrainian armed forces are turning the tide uh his main focus though was china now i i've got the video i i have the speech but it's quite long so uh, i'm not going to play the whole thing for you but this was basically um on 11th of october where he gave this um we and our like-minded allies see technology as a a way to enable greater freedoms, greater prosperity, greater global collaboration, and yes, fair competition. But the Chinese leadership's approach 
is to also see it as a tool to gain advantage through control of their markets, of those in their sphere of influence, and of course, of their own citizens. You know, it sounds like Trump, right? China, in the last couple of decades, has been slated to overtake the U.S. And, you know, in, in not just um, in specific sectors like uh, aeronautics um, and because, you know, there, there was people used to say, oh, it's made in China to mean that it's something that is cheaply made. That's not true. That's not true. Um, right now, thing, look at what China's building. They have high speed rail. You know, they're they're uh, uh posing a real competition with um, Huawei, uh, e- even TikTok, right? So this makes the United States feel threatened because the United States wants to maintain a monopoly on the world economy. They want to be number one, and they want not, not just to have the biggest economy, but in, in specific sectors like big tech, they want Silicon Valley to be number one. And that's why Trump basically tried to blackmail the Chinese, right? He said, like, if you don't sell TikTok to an American company, I'm going to ban it. You just blackmail them. Like you, you sell it to us or it's banned. So, you know, they, they, they feel threatened by this. They, they want Silicon Valley big tech to be dominated by American manufacturers and American, uh, uh, companies. And of course, it's not just a question of economics. You know, this offers great advantages in terms of spying, right? If, <laughs> if you've got American tech companies on your phone, they can hear what you're saying and see what you're, you're, you're doing. And they have been, as we know from the NSA files. China is going to overtake them in just a matter of years. China is working on the Belt and Road Initiative. Uh, again, I was talking about this with Danny Haifang just an hour ago, so please go watch that if you can on his channel. And, you know, the, the Belt and Road Initiative, you have 140 countries that have already signed up. Um, you know, the, the other day I was with, with uh, uh, John Shipton, who's Julian Assange's father, and we were doing a Q&A, and somebody asked, like, what do you think of the world situation right now? Because it looks very grim, right, with all these wars. And I was like, yeah, I agree. And then John said something which, which kind of, you know, it got me thinking because he said, well, that, you know, that's true, but you have positive things that are happening like the Belt and Road Initiative, like what's happening in the East. And he's right. I mean, I already knew that, but I, I didn't think to connect the dots because – Usually the stuff that's happening is quite grim, but it's true. It doesn't have to be this way, right? There's there's a multipolar order coming, and it does, that doesn't mean that China is going to be leading it or controlling it. China China is not seeking to do that because in the very meaning of the, 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 the phrase, it's multipolar. And Iran and Russia and China, they've all said this. It's multipolar. It's not unipolar or controlled by one hyperpower. And, you know, Dan, Danny raised this point that the Chinese are not even excluding the Americans. They're saying everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome to join the Belt and Road Initiative, to join the new Silk Road. The Silk Road was basically a trade route in, in, that ran all the way from China through Asia, you know, into Syria and, and basically, you know, into, into Europe. And it, it was, it, it's the most infamous trade route in history because it was so, so, um, central and, and important. And the Chinese are trying to revive that by calling it the new Silk Road. And this time it's going to be even bigger and even better. And it's, it's going to include maritime uh, uh, trade as well uh, on, a, on a much larger scale. You know, So it's not just going to be in Asia and the Middle East. It's going to expand all the way to Latin America. You've got countries like uh, Cuba and, uh, in Central America and Venezuela that are joining the Belt and Road Initiative. Syria, Iran, 140 countries. And that scares the West because the West is in decline. The pound and the euro are in the gutter. You know, America, the, the U.S. is so desperate to stay at uh, – in the in the driver's seat, right? Is so desperate to be number one that they're coming out and saying, "Oh, the Chinese are a threat." 
We have to give the Australians nuclear-powered submarines. We have to make a military alliance. AUKUS, the UK, the US, Australia. Right? We have to confront the Chinese uh, rising China. Like, like they say, like as if it's a, you know, like some some dragon coming out of the ground that's about to eat everybody. You know, I think I, th- I think it's extremely obnoxious. It's extremely obnoxious. Like. Any sort of competition has to be crushed. Uh, Xi Jinping as being some evil maniac. You know, it's the same, same thing they do with, with, uh, uh, with Putin, right? Oh, he's bent on world domination. Uh, he's just evil. He just hates people in the West. He hates democracy. He's an autocrat. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking broken record bullshit. Here's from Yahoo News. Biden's national security strategy, uh, calls China the biggest threat and sees Russia diminished by Ukraine invasion. So this is October 13th. The United States considers Russia an immediate geopolitical challenge, but sees China as much more consequential uh, as a long-term threat, according to President Biden's national security strategy released Wednesday after a delay prompted by Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February. So Russia and China, quote, pose different challenges, uh, according to the national security strategy. Russia poses an immediate threat to the free and open international system, recklessly flouting the basic laws of the international order today. See that term again, international order? They don't say law, order, our order, Western order. Uh, Let me continue. While China, quote, by contrast, is the only competitor with both the intent to reshape the international order and increasingly the economic, diplomatic, military, and technological power to advance that objective. And guess what? It's better than yours or ours. I mean, Britain is part of that, right? Of course they want to reshape. Who the fuck wants to live under a jackboot of Western imperialism? That's, that's been going on for centuries. No one wants that. You know, you know, the UK fought uh, uh, several opium wars with the Chinese. I'm not, I'm not kidding. This is this is real. This is actual history. You you had uh, um, the Chinese who banned opium because you had I think 50 million people addicted at one point. It's like it's like an epidemic, right? So they they wanted to ban. The use and sale of opium, which was coming in from Britain, from, by British companies. And because they did that, they, they, they went to war with China twice, right? To sell drugs, to sell narcotics, to keep people doped up. Like, so that, that's, the, that's the taste of foreign relations that China has with Britain. Buy our drugs or we will kill you. Wow, that's very diplomatic. You know, who, who wants, who doesn't want to live under that? That sounds lovely. And, and with the Americans now, who are the, the, the foremost, um, uh, power, right? It's basically like, just, you know, give us all your tech companies. Uh, let us use your, uh, people as like slaves for our manufacturing and shut the fuck up. Or we'll come at you with aircraft carriers. We'll give the Australian submarines, right? Not nuclear armed, but nuclear powered, which is still significant nonetheless. It's an upgrade of armaments. The whole world wants to change this order, man. Most countries are in the global south, and they're sick of living under the jackboot of Western European colonial powers. That's it. It's it's that simple. There's nothing to it, man. It's not. Oh, it's democracy. Fuck no, 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 no. It's they want you to fuck off. It's that simple. They just want to live in peace. That simple. Right. Whenever you you're in doubt about what's happening, just pick up a map. All right. And look at the number of U.S. bases on the planet, and then you tell me what's going on. You tell me who's the threat, China or the, or the U.S. I don't even know how many bases the Chinese have. I think, I think it's something like less than 20. And they're illegal. <laughs> they're illegal. They, were, they weren't put there illegally. Jake Sullivan, who's National Security Advisor for Biden, he said that we have entered a decisive decade with respect to two fundamental strategic challenges. Geopolitical competition with China 
and the sheer scale and speed of transnational challenges that do not respect borders or adhere to international rules. <laughs> what? Yeah. Who the hell are you to talk? Isn't this the guy who said Al-Qaeda's on our side in Syria? That was, that's Jake Sullivan. He sent that to Hillary Clinton in an email. Um, and then he says, including pandemics, inflation, climate change, and food and energy scarcities. Quote, the post-Cold War era is definitely over. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, a lot of people see what the U.S. is doing in China as a new Cold War. And it, it certainly is. I have to agree. Um, you know, you have a... a competition between two powers and the united states is aware that uh western hegemony is you know decreasing is falling and their last ditch you know their 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 last attempt their last ditch attempt is to try and get you know sacrifice europe and deindustrialize europe in order to save the u.s but i don't think it's going to work and you know it's looking so bad that just consider this last thing it's looking so bad that even the saudis who are supposed to be america's bitch okay or maybe it's the other way around now. But they're supposed to be a client state, right? They give the, the Americans oil, and they sell oil to everybody else in dollars to prop up the dollar, and then they get weapons. Even the Saudis are saying, you know what? We're not going to produce more oil just so you can win the midterms. We're looking towards China, towards Brazil, India, South Africa, you know, Russia. Those guys look like they have it on lock, and we want to join the BRICS. So that that is unprecedented. And and it kind of gives you an idea, a sense, a taste of the gravity of the situation and how it's looking from the U.S. viewpoint. Not so good. And just one last thing. I'll just finish by by debunking this this uh, story about uh, Hu Jintao being purged. The guy literally came back after after uh, 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 being escorted out of the room, as they said, and he he voted. Look at this. So this is from. Um, Wong, he says, Hu Jintao returned to Congress and voted after having some rest, devoting oneself to one's duties. No one, not even uh, Xi, so that's the current president, nor his own health can stop Hu from dedicating his life to his country and his people. Here's the video. There he is. He's voting. So uh, please, please explain that to me. Like if, if this guy was was allegedly being, you know, uh, purged and escorted out by, you know, <laughs> uh, the security services, why would they let him back into the room to vote? And why would they do that? In, why, why would they have done that in front of all these cameras in the first place and thousands of people? This doesn't make any sense. It's just typical Western bullshit. You know, they, they think every, everything that happens in another country is autocratic and it has to be, you know, uh, uh, um, it's it's authoritarian and fascist and blah 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 and you know and the west is pure and moral it's this binary thinking right we are the good people and everybody else is evil that's it well i'm sorry that's not how it's going to ride it's not going to how it's go it's not how it's going to go and with this multipolar world i'll just say one thing man i i same thing i told danny i don't know if it's going to be a, a perfect world i doubt that i don't know if it's going to be a good world but this one this unipolar western hegemonic rule has got to go it's just got to go it's it's destroying the planet in every sense of the word destroying the planet the chinese are building fucking bullet trains and in england you need like eight hours just to get from from london to i don't know like to uh cornwall or something you know like running on these <laughs> in the u.s the same thing they're these old ass trains uh and and to be fair it comes from you know, the Internet is the same thing in the U.S. Because the U.S. was one of the first countries to have Internet. They haven't changed it since. And that's a problem. So the infrastructure is crumbling. It's getting old. And the Chinese are like, the Chinese are going wild, man. They're building bridges, trains, you name it. 
You name it, they can build it. And that's why they're jealous. They're scared.